welcome to Illuminating the Scriptures, a study of Nevi'im. In this series, we explore the words of the prophets and delve into the meaning and significance of these sacred texts. Yeshaya, Perak Aleph, or Kapitel Aleph, Psukim Yud through Chaf. Isaiah chapter 1, verses 10 through 20. The thought over here is, again, there's a, a general spiritual message of each, each particular passage. It's a continuation of the previous theme, the previous concept, which was in the first nine verses, which is about rethinking and re-examining who we are, what we are, what our standing is with God, where we belong, what is our benefit, and here the prophet is encouraging us to rethink those activities which we see as virtuous, those religious activities that we see as bringing us closer to God, and to re-examine them and ask ourselves if they are truly bringing us closer to God, or perhaps it's not as we see them. The prophet starts out, Shimudvar Hashem, this verse 10, Shimudvar Hashem Ketzinei Sidaim. Hearken, listen to the words of the Lord, the words of Hashem, Ketzinei Sidaim, officers of Sidaim. Here, the prophet talks to the people as if they would be the people of Sidaim. Sidaim is the epitome, the paradigm of evil in the book of Genesis. And he calls the Jewish people by that name, as if they, they would be Sidaim themselves. Hazinu, Pehid, bend your ear to Teiras Elekeinu, the teaching of our God, Am Amira, the nation of Amira. Amira is the second city of the five cities that were turned over in chapter 18 in the book of Genesis. What do I need? Your, the abundance of your offerings, Yoimar Hashem, says the Lord. Savati, I've been satisfied with Oilais Elam, the burnt offerings of rams, the Chail of Miriam, and the fats of fattened animals. Vidam param mukhvasan vatudim and the blood of oxen, sheep, and goats, loichafatsti, I have no desire in them. In other words, the people were bringing offerings, thinking that this is virtuous and bringing them closer to God and accomplishing whatever it would be. And God is saying, I have no need for this. Kisavayu leira ois panai, when you are coming to see my face or to show your face to me. This is a reference back to the book of Exodus where it speaks about the obligation that the Jewish people have three times a year to appear before God, to show their face before God. And he's saying, when you're doing that, who asked this of you? Literally of your hand, but it's an expression which means who's asking this of you? Trampling my courtyards. In other words, the people are coming to the temple, coming to Jerusalem three times a year, thinking that with this they are accomplishing what needs to be accomplished by coming to the temple to come close to God, to feel that closeness to God. And God is saying, the way I see it, it's, it's simply trampling my courtyards. It, no one asks you to come. Don't continue, Havi, to bring minchas shav, empty offerings, or offerings of emptiness. Ketores, the the word ketores literally means the, the, the you know, the... the when the smoke of the offering goes up, it could be referring specifically to the incense or it could be referring to the smoke of the other offerings. It's an abomination to me. Chaydesh Vishabas. The Chaydesh is the celebration of the first of the month. Vishabas, the Sabbath, Sabbaths. Kroy Mikra. The 
calling of a convocation, of a gathering of people, which is, which is what would happen on the Sabbaths and on the first of the months, is that people get together in the temple to, to, you know, to, to pray, to do whatever it is that brings them close to God. God says, I can't handle it. I cannot. Evil or wickedness together with that gathering. It doesn't say the word together literally in the verse, but it's implied. Oven vatsara, the the word atsara means gathering, and oven, it's it's evil. In other words, if holy people get together and good people get together, then when they get together, they strengthen strengthen each other and their closeness to God and whatever positive uh, feelings they have are strengthened and reinforced and they grow in their in their in their goodness but if bad people get together then when the the gathering of the bad people is bad for them and it just reinforces their their wickedness so god is saying the 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 function of the gathering it's doing exactly the opposite of what i meant it to do i meant that people should gather together to to grow in holiness and the opposite is happening and god is saying i can't handle this gathering of wickedness verse 14 you are celebration of your new moons, and your holidays, son of nafshi, my soul despised them. They were for a burden, they're, they're a burden for me. I became weary to carry it. In other words, God is saying that instead of being something that forgives your sins, it's it's a new sin that I have to now bear. In other words, when, when they would gather for these holidays and the gatherings of the first of the month, they would increase their sins and it wouldn't be something that is pleasing to God will be the opposite of that. When you spread out your palms, that's a, it's, it's a, a stance, it's a motion, it's a position that people take on when they're praying to God. They spread out their palms as if they're beseeching God. I, I turn my eyes away from you. My eyes ignore you. Even if you increase in, in your prayers, I am not listening. And the reason for all this is your hands are filled with blood. In other words, God is telling the people, all your gatherings, all of your religiosity, all of your prayers and offerings and coming to the temple, I'm not interested in, in it as long as your hands are filled with blood. And now God turns to the people and tells them what he does want from them. And that is, Rachatsu, wash yourselves, Hizaku, purify yourselves, Hasiru, remove, Roya Mineged Einoi, your evil deeds from in front of my eyes. Chidlu Horea, stop doing bad one to another. When speaking about washing yourself and purifying yourself, we understand that this doesn't mean you know washing yourself with water and soap washing your body. We spoke about the concept is that everything we do is built on attitudes of thought processes, of desires, of the heart. And God is calling upon us, upon us to cleanse those and to change those of what's going on inside our heart. Removing the evil deeds would be, stop. one way of understanding it is to simply stop doing whatever bad habits we have, stop that. Another one is, another way of understanding it is, Whatever negative effects our evil deeds are having, make sure they're gone. Chidlu Horea, stop doing bad, means there are certain actions that we do which may not be bad in and of themselves, but they lead to bad and they move us in that direction. Change those habits, change those actions. Verse 17 is, teach yourselves to do good. Limdu teach yourselves to do good, meaning to do good one to another. Dirshu mishpat, seek justice. In other words, justice is not something that you just find. 
it's you have to look for it. You have to exert yourself to find it because, and the, the when when it says to seek justice, it means in society. Make sure that justice exists in society. Make sure it exists in your own heart. The the concept of justice, what's right, what's wrong, what's fair, what's correct between man and man, is not something that what your eye sees on the surface. That's what it is. You have to keep on searching to find it, and keep on keep on searching. Ashru Hamait strengthen the one who was robbed. Shiftu Yasim judge the orphan. It means stand for the orphan, take his cause. Rivu Almana means fight for the cause of the widow, the weakest people in society, the ones who are the least socially connected, politically connected, the least powerful. Those are the people you have to stand for. And then God turns to the people in verse eighteen. He says, Let us then walk together and. It, let it be proven to us. Let let us find out as we're arguing about it and we'll prove the point. Yehimar Hashem says the Lord, says God. If your sins will be kashanim, like red wool that's dyed bright red, kashela galbinu, they'll turn white like snow. They'll be red like toila. Toila is that worm where they would get the red dye from. It will be like wool. This introduction of let's let's argue this out, let's prove it, implies that people doubted the repentance process. People, once people, first, it's hard for people to accept that they sinned. But once they accept that they sinned, then they don't believe that repentance could work. We find this later on in the same book of Yeshaya and Sefer, in the book of Isaiah, chapter 55, in the book of Ezekiel, chapter 18, and chapter 33, amongst other places in Scripture where people have a difficult time believing that repentance actually cleanses and wipes wipes away the, the, the sin and the effects of the sin. But God is saying, let's work it out. Try it. See what happens. If you so desire and you hearken and you will listen, you'll eat the good of the land. Which means, first of all, you have to desire. It's not enough to just listen. Listening is not enough. You have to want to listen. In other words, a person has to, this has his inclination. That's what I'm seeking. This is what I'm looking for. That's what I'm thirsty for. But but if you refuse or merisem, and you'll rebel, you'll reject the message, cherev to oklu, you'll be fed the sword. Kipi Hashem diber, this is the word, the mouth of Hashem, the mouth of the Lord has spoken. This ends this paragraph. Again, the, the upshot, the message, the spiritual message is that in, in very short, your religious actions are meaningless if it comes with corruption, it comes with injustice, it comes with with it, with your hands filled with blood. Again, not necessarily literally murdering people, but society is unjust. Then your actions are, are, are your, your prayer is meaningless. Now, a person could ask, okay, I know I'm not a, a, a perfectly just person. I can grow in, in my you know, feelings towards other people, my, my sense of justice towards other people. And anyone who thinks that he can't grow is worse off than the person who realized that he could grow. Okay, so I could grow. So then maybe I shouldn't pray. It's not what it means. What it means is your prayer is only going to be meaningful to God to the degree that the cause of the widow is meaningful to you. It's your 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 offerings, your whatever it is that you're doing in a religious sense between God and between man and God, your celebration of Sabbath is meaningful to God and is and is and is going to elevate you to the degree that you're trying to improve in the area between between man and man, taking care of other people, not trying to take advantage of other people, recognizing that 
you're here to, to be a blessing to other people, not that other people should be a blessing to you.